ads courtesy of oddshark.com. For entertainment purposes only, past performance doesn't guarantee future results. For gambling issues, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to gamblersanonymous.org. It's the divisional round, and eight teams are still in the running to make it into the Super Bowl next month. With the bye week, both number one seeds will get a first crack at reaching next Sunday's conference championship. Will the extra week off be of help, or is it a hindrance? We'll soon find out this weekend. Saturday, January 20th, Houston at Baltimore. The Ravens are favored by 9.5 points. One of the things we said last week was for Cleveland to win their game or keep it close with Houston, they needed to prevent turnovers. Well, unfortunately, Joe Flacco made all kinds of mistakes in the second half, including two consecutive pick sixes. Houston behind C.J. Stroud's three touchdown passes blow out the Browns 45-14. Final numbers for Stroud, 274 yards passing and three touchdowns, he also became the first rookie quarterback in NFL history to throw three touchdowns in the first half. The Texans head to Baltimore, where Lamar Jackson has made his case for league MVP crystal clear. He put up the best numbers of his career this season with 3,678 yards passing and 24 touchdowns in 16 games. He also led the team in rushing, coming close to 1,000 yards for the third time in his career. With Gus Edwards and Justice Hill, the Ravens' rushing offense is number one in the league. Late work this week is that tight end Mark Andrews will return to action, which should bolster an even potent passing offense, along with wide receivers Zay Flowers and Odell Beckham Jr. This will be the biggest task for C.J. Stroud and the Texans, as they've been susceptible to the run all season long. If they can stop the run and keep the score low late, they have a chance but I like Lamar Jackson to do some serious damage to the Texans' defense. Smooth pick, Baltimore 31-19. Green Bay at San Francisco, the Niners are favored by 10 points. A stunner in Dallas as Green Bay took the opening possession and scored on the first drive of the game. They continued to pound the Cowboys' defense for most of the afternoon and in the end made it a runaway upset victory. Although Dallas made it interesting in the last 10 minutes, the final score was 48-32 Packers. Check out these numbers. Julian Love with 272 yards passing and three touchdowns. Aaron Jones with 118 yards rushing and three touchdowns. Romeo Dobbs with six catches on 151 yards and a score. For Dallas, this marks the 28th time they haven't made it to the NFC Championship game was also the most points given up during the playoffs by Dallas, as well as the first time a 7th seed lost to a 2 seed. The mind-blowing loss could have had long-lasting consequences for head coach Mike McCarthy, but late word this Wednesday was that team owner Jerry Jones decided to retain him for next season. The Packers head to Santa Clara to take on the Niners, who are all well-rested after winning the number one overall seed in the NFC. Their offensive numbers were in the top five all season, including fourth in passing, third in rushing, and second in total yards. Quarterback Brock Purdy was up for league MVP until a poor performance against Baltimore during week 16. Nevertheless, he threw for nearly 4,300 yards and 31 touchdowns. 
Running back Christian McCafferty's numbers were incredible. 1,459 yards rushing and 564 receiving yards equaled 2,023 yards total. He also scored 14 times rushing and 7 times receiving on the year. The three top receivers were Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle, each over 1,000 yards in the air. Debo Samuels was slowed down by injuries, but still managed to score seven times on the season. The Niners have been fast starters all season long, and they'll need to do that against a Packers team that's on a roll. If there's any kind of weakness the Pack may have, it's their experience. They're the youngest team in the league, but you wouldn't have noticed that last weekend against the Cowboys. The Niners' run game may be what it takes to get them to the next level, but expect the Packers to give them a hard fight. Smooth picking this one. San Francisco 28-21. Sunday, January 21st. Tampa Bay at Detroit. The Lions are favored by 6.5 points. This was the first home game in three decades, and it was a star-studded affair with hometown rapper Eminem showing up at Ford Field and Lions legends Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders giving their support on the sidelines. The Lions started with a 75-yard drive for a touchdown and a 7-0 lead. They made it 14-3 when former Lion and current Rams quarterback Matthew Stafford hit wide receiver Puka Nakua for a 50-yard touchdown strike. Nakua ended up breaking the NFL record for the most receiving yards from a rookie in a playoff game with 181. Both teams would trade scores until the second half. That's when Rams kicker Brett Maher would put in two field goals to cut the lead to one with less than two minutes to go in regulation. However, Jared Goff would find Emma Ross St. Brown late to get a first down and finish the game with three consecutive kneel downs. Detroit wins their first playoff game in 32 years. 24-23 was the final. Goff with 277 yards passing and a touchdown to tight end Sam Laporta. Aiden Hutchinson with two sacks in the win. They host another playoff game as they take on the Bucks, who finished off Philadelphia on Monday night. In fact, the Eagles played poorly all game long and made their collapse complete. Only 42 yards rushing on the night. The only bright spot for Philly was Deonta Smith's 148 yards receiving on eight catches. For the Bucs, Baker Mayfield with 337 yards passing and three touchdowns on the night. They win it running away 32-9. What should concern the Bucs is finding the end zone. Drop passes, including four loss completions in the game, could have made this an even worse loss for Philly. They can't do that against the Lions secondary. The rushing game is another problem for the Bucks. Their problems on offense leaves a big opportunity for the Lions. Look for them to exploit that problem often. In fact, this is my lock. Smooth pick, Detroit 33-14. Kansas City at Buffalo, the Bills are favored by two and a half points. It was minus four Celsius at game time for the Miami-Kansas City game. It was brutal playing conditions for both teams. However, the Chiefs were able to get their run game going on the first drive, finishing with a Patrick Mahomes 11-yard touchdown pass to Rasheed Rice. After a Kansas City field goal, Tua Tagovailoa did find Tyreek Hill for a 53-yard touchdown pass. But that would be all the scoring they could muster as the offense would struggle all night in the bitter cold. The Chiefs win one of the coldest games in NFL history, 26-7 was the final. 
Mahomes threw for 262 yards and a touchdown. He also had 300 total yards on the day. Rice was over the century mark along with the score. They head to Western New York where Governor Kathy Hochul declared a state of emergency and postponed the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game until Monday due to heavy lake effect snow last weekend. When the stadium was cleared of snow, the Bills got busy right quickly with a 21-0 lead thanks to Josh Allen's three touchdowns, two passing and one rushing. Mason Rudolph threw a touchdown pass to Deontay Johnson just before halftime. Then after trading field goals, Rudolph threw another score early in the fourth quarter. But Allen would seal the victory with his third passing touchdown, his fourth on the day. 31-17 Bills was the final. Mahomes now faces something he hasn't experienced in his NFL playing career, playing on the road in the playoffs. This season away from Arrowhead, the Chiefs were 6-3, with losses to Denver, Green Bay, and a meaningless game against the Chargers. In order to win, the Chiefs need mistake-free football, no turnovers, and their receivers need to catch the ball. The Bills are riding high, and it looks like they could overwhelm the Chiefs. But as Rick Blair would say, to be the man, you got to beat the man. More bad weather is expected for game time, so it's unknown which team will benefit. As we have KC as our preseason Super Bowl pick to win it all, I feel somehow Mahomes is going to find a way to win. In fact, this is my upset special. Smooth pick, Kansas City, 27-23. Woo! And that's going to do it for Smooth's NFL football picks for the divisional round. Join us as we make our selections for the AFC and NFC championships next Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts, or read our picks on our blog at smoothjazzandmore.com. Coming up next, our New York Giants postseason wrap. The New York Football Giants 2023 season was just what we predicted it would be, and it shouldn't be considered a letdown. Last season, we overachieved, big time. No one could have expected a playoff win. But this season, teams in the league were more prepared for Big Blue, and a 6-11 record was the eventual result. Although, I would have expected a couple more wins under our belt. My 8-9 prediction could have come to fruition had it not been for narrow losses. However, a win over Buffalo, a win over the Rams, and a sweep of both games against Philadelphia in December, and it could be the G-Men going to the playoffs and not Green Bay. This team is still going through some growing pains, and the offensive line was the main source of the problems, as they gave up a league-leading 85 sacks. The total is also the second most given up in NFL history. and That needs to be addressed in the offseason. So far, they made some changes right after the season ended by firing their O-line coach, as well as their special teams coach and a number of other personnel. It was not the right moves, according to defensive coordinator Wink Martindale, who decided to leave the team after two seasons. Andrew Thomas and John Michael Schmitz are the only two hog mollies that showed any promise that can be relied on. And second-year pro Evan Neal is still under a rookie contract. 
Most of the O-line are unrestricted free agents. They include guards Ben Bresden and Shane Lemieux and tackle Matt Perth. I don't anticipate any of the three being re-signed, and I'm sure any changes will be done via free agency or in the NFL draft this April. And speaking of free agency, that leads us to the question about Saquon Barkley. The running back has mentioned that he wants to end his career as a Giant. He accepted a one-year franchise tag offer, and the G-Man can certainly tag him again if there's more value left from him. But with a number of running backs becoming unrestricted free agents, including the top prize being Tennessee's Derrick Henry, Barkley getting a fair deal from Big Blue means it's less likely he'll stick around. Other unrestricted free agents include cornerback Adoree Jackson, linebacker Isaiah Simmons, and safety Xavier McKinney. Of the three, McKinney could be the one to target with the contract, as he's the youngest of the three at 24, and despite his injury problems in the past. Other special needs for the upcoming NFL draft, in addition to O-linemen, includes a wide receiver, a defensive lineman, linebackers, a defensive back, and a quarterback, which brings us to our next question. Do we draft a quarterback at number 6? The last one we drafted at 6 turned out to be Daniel Jones in 2019. With all the injury issues, especially being out twice with neck problems, the signs are there to draft the next quarterback. But in order to do that with this class of players, the Giants are going to have to draft up. USC's Caleb Williams is slated to go number 1 to Chicago, and North Carolina's Drake May to go to Washington at number 2. LSU's Jaden Daniels and Washington's Michael Penix Jr. are slated to go 8 and 11, respectively, in numerous NFL mock drafts we evaluated. It would also be smart to trade down to number 8 or 11, get an extra couple of draft picks, and still have either two quarterbacks available. Aside from all the bad, there were some good moments this season, including the emergence of Dexter Lawrence, who was named to the Pro Bowl as well as second-team All-Pro by the AP. We saw flashes of greatness from rookie wide receiver Jalen Hyatt, linebackers Mika McFadden and Bobby Okereke, who led the team in tackles. Rookie cornerback Deontay Banks is another player who could be a major player in the NFL for years to come. Head coach Brian Dayball and GM Joe Shane are in year three of their rebuild, and they must get this team back to their winning ways. They're under the microscope even more now than they were before because of this lost season. Any setback could cost them their jobs next year. Let's hope they make the right calls this offseason. The New York football giants are the official NFL team of Smooth Jazz and More. You're listening to Smooth Jazz and More.